Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Today's episode of The Cantina is brought to you by Grow Generation. Whether you're at the Death Star or the Senate, they have everything you need to grow right where you are. More from them later in the episode. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loma Nail, and remember, no droids allowed. Thank you guys very much for joining this episode of the Cantina, and thank you, Emperor Palpagreen, for introducing our wonderful full sponsors over at um, over at Grow Generation. And my camera's going to shut off, Mike. I'm sorry about that. I can't no find worries. the damn power cord. But anyways, <laughs> no um, I figured it would like stay on because it's you know it's routed through a, through All a right. capture card, and I guess because it's not no, detecting well, recording yeah whatever yeah. anyway oh, well. um okay. yeah i'm kyle i just said my mic's here but of course we got our our uh uh co-host cam as well coming from across the hi everyone <laughs> oh Hello. man uh cam star wars mm. has been uh on on your mind today in comparison to yeah. uh marvel <laughs> yeah and uh an interesting thing that you brought up was that you um you feel that uh uh the disney mar uh uh disney plus mando show has been better than wandavision and falcon and winter's soldier yeah, overall especially season two of mando so season one uh, you know just it just ages it slightly dis- despite the bad middle. But mm-hmm. um but season two I thought was a lot better than either WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I liked WandaVision more than Falcon and the Winter Soldier though. Okay. I just totally so. hit the mic. That was fun. Yeah. Um I I know I I it's the Star Wars show, so I don't want to spend you know too much, but I thought it was in- interesting because you were like, it's sh- shocking. That that's the K case, you know. It is a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, um, it's just my opinion as well. You you know, I think uh part of it is uh we have a pretty consistent string of you know hits from Marvel, so to speak, while um there at uh uh Lucasfilm, it's been hit or hit or miss. Uh, Mike, do you think maybe uh, expectations play a bit into, you know, maybe being more satisfied with Mandalorian while yes. something yeah. is equally good but sub Marvel par? We don't receive as well. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that you look at the sequel trilogy and the reception that they that got. It was very mixed. Um, so when Mando came out season one on Disney plus, it was a breath of fresh air to like traditional star Wars. Then season two, it, you could definitely see that we're expanding more. And with the, the different projects that are going on with the Ahsoka show, um, Rangers of the new Republic, uh, Boba Fett, you know, getting his own show. It's, there's a lot more excitement there with Marvel. I think, I don't, I don't know if you could have set it up, um, you know, to to be a, a home run right off the bat, I think we were all spoiled with Endgame um, and and kind of the conclusion of that part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then remember too, like this is their first time really going at it, you know, with with shows. And instead of going just all cinematic uh, movie th- or uh, movie experience, so there's going to be some hiccups, just like when the the Marvel Cinematic Universe first started out. You know, Thor wasn't great. 
the first Thor movie, the so first cute. Captain America movie. Yeah. First Captain America movie had its moments where it was really good. And then some where it's really, you know, just kind of slowish. Um, and so I think it will get there. But yeah, I agree with Cam that um, the Star Wars is ahead right now on Disney Plus. Uh, the, you know, the, the, but I mean, the score though, overall score is like 10 to, to two, I would say, <laughs> whatever, Marvel 10. <laughs> Star yeah, Wars yeah. Too. yeah, so yeah, yeah you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and then, we were just thing, to see yeah. how many good Star Wars movies there was and how many good Marvel movies there was, we wouldn't really have much a comparison. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's still time for Star Wars to fuck up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of projects to do it on. Marvel to get better as well. I'm really looking forward to low-key because i think that may be just something different and that might be more up my street but uh in terms of star wars though i mean we've got a lot to look forward to on there as well we've got um obviously book of boba fett has finished filming now as far as we know um and you know like there was a couple of things like there's something i put today about you know there's well you know we don't know for certain whether Obi-Wan's really kind of kicked off yet or or it's just ready to kick off. No one quite knows. And people are like, why, you know, why don't we know that? And I was, I was thinking, well, you know, we didn't really hear anything about the Book of Boba Fett, did we? I mean, there's been almost no leaks about it. Very few, I think. There's the one leak that we... There might be some Hammerhead character and some other bounty hunters in it. I mean that that yeah. that that's about it. You know, there's really they've kept a tight lid on that. We haven't seen much for set. We've not really heard much in terms of castings about it. You know, so considering that, we know a hell of a lot more about Obi Wan going into it and and Andor, I would say as well than we do the Book of Boba Fett, which they've kind of kept kind of quiet. So you know when. We were talking last week, mate. We'd said, you know, we've heard a couple of things about sort of that might happen on May the 4th. Um, obviously, we're getting the big Bad Batch 70 minute premiere, and we right. found a bit, bit of spoiler information about that this week as well, which it's up to you if you want to get in here or not. Um, but um, yeah, we, we kind of thought you might see something from Andor and something from Obi Wan, but. I, I, I hadn't heard anything about sort of the book of Boba Fett. Some of the fans, you know, I'd heard were asking, you know, well, surely if it's the furthest ahead, would would book of Boba Fett not be the one we would be more likely to see? Um, I don't know. What have you heard, mate? Have you heard anything about this sort of stuff? Yeah. So um, the the things I've heard, it, <clears throat> May fourth's coming up soon. They want to make it a big splash because last year, um, because of COVID. Some of the things that were scheduled to to be announced or, or at least have happened um, for May the 4th basically got shut down because we were in the middle of the pandemic. Mm. So uh, Lucasfilm, yeah, Disney. Because people were talking last year expecting and really nothing, nothing almost yeah. happened. Yeah. All, all, what we got was the end of the Clone Wars uh, mm. season finale and then the announcement that Taika Waititi was going to direct a Star Wars movie. And then um, is it Leslie Headland or yeah. – yeah, Leslie Headland was was also doing a a a, a project as well. Yeah, that was going to be. Yeah, yeah that's all we knew at that point. So we had right. two small announcements, or not small, but like just two announcements on that, um, and then the season finale uh, or the series finale of Clone Wars, which was amazing. And that, I mean, I think we talked about it for you know uh, weeks, if not months. Um, but so this go around. There is the marketing Disney execs are, are really trying to to really spice things up. I know that they have some things lined up for uh, uh, gear coming out. They traditionally on um, have like exclusive gear that comes out on Shop Disney. They did it last year that sh- that basically crashed the site for a couple hours. Um, they are uh, they'll have the Bad Batch um, premiering. Before May fourth, and then they'll have the the episodes uh, coming out weekly. Um, but then there's a couple other things that they're 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 supposed to be another High Republic announcement as well um, going into there. And now the the decision is is what do they want to release? Okay, um, there's kind of a a back and forth between Lucasfilm executives and marketing, and they want to keep the story of the Mandalorian pretty much a secret. So from, 
from my sources directly is that a lot got leaked out season two and they want to try to keep everything tight and it is wrapped up for future, the future Mandalorian projects. And that's why mm-hmm. we're not hearing a lot. And that's what, and it's a good thing. I, I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, because we, we did find out a lot about Mandalorian season two, obviously apart from the big thing at the end, but you know, we really did know a lot. Right. Going. Yeah. And yeah, to, to keep that, you know, to keep those things, you know, secretive. That, that means very few people can find about it. So that means that the marketing team as well cannot be have access to it to try to make trailers and so forth early on. So um, what we're seeing now is kind of a back and forth. Andor's done. They're ready to go with that. There's not really anything. Um, Andor, you know, from what I've heard, is going to be great. Like in, you know, for the if you really liked Rogue One, you're going to like Andor because it's going to be geared more towards. The, the rebel spies and, and that kind of concept of the, uh, of the Star Wars more, more of him killing uh, assets because yeah. it just became liability because that is one of the coolest like I have no interest in this time period that mm-hmm. we're going to cover I'd rather see it like be between episodes you know I know he can't because he's dead dead right, right. <laughs> but I would have rather seen like the rebel intel between uh uh uh, Yavin and Hoth, you know, that would be cool. Yes, that would be definitely cool. But oh. the idea of the rebel Intel agent is really, especially one that is willing to kill and die for the cause yeah. is all awesome. Yeah. So we're, I, I, I'm pretty confident, but you shoot the whole, that whole Mando trailer earlier scared the shit out of me from ever reporting a trailer ever again. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah. No, so I think we're, we're going to get we're not saying, we're, There's nobody saying here. We're definitely going to yeah, see this, no. but it's just kind of what. Now, could Kenobi. Possibly uh, what makes sense? Almost. Yeah, Kenobi, I have a little bit more insight on. And this is the one that I think that a lot of Star Wars fans are going to be really excited about. Yeah, I From what I've heard, you know, talk to, you know, this is the one, like, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be like the end game um, for, for Star Wars fans, but this is the one that they're really swinging for the fences. Um, the one thing I do, like, I have concrete evidence on is that uh, basically, like, when, when Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, you know, met on set the first day, it was kind of like a, you know, high school reunion type, uh, you know, meeting and stuff and everything. And it was kind of, everybody was you know, just kind of pausing for that moment and really excited about it. Um, I mean, that would be cool if they if they want to show us even... I mean, I'd said this prior, I think, when me and Kel kind of talked about it, because we didn't know, we just heard some vague rumours, obviously. Um, and, um, you know, we were saying, like, a BTS just showing the two of them, the actors meeting on set, would actually, you know, that would get the fans pretty stoked up. Yeah, I mean, um, and it's not spoiler issue in any way whatsoever, you know, if they've not done much filming. And I think now that, like, you know, I've talked, it's been a little bit of time since I got this information and and got a little bit more. It it might be the actual clips that we've seen from, or not, we didn't see, but remember at the Disney shareholder meeting that they held virtually, that they, they cut out from only shareholders were able to see it. They might release that to the public now. Um, and mm. get that. So, I always um, hate it when they when co- companies do stuff like that because whether they like it or not, I'm not going to tell anybody where to find it. But yeah, you, know, you, you can, can find, find it. Them. You can yeah, right. So. And uh, so it. it's <laughs> always, in my opinion, they they should definitely add a little <clears throat> something different for for the fans, not just because a lot of fans are going to you know end up seeing it regardless um but also because you've got a more finished product correct mm-hmm. so i i i would hope that they change a little bit but i do agree it'll oh. be mostly that yeah i i, I think on that and you know they they want to get people excited because i mean think about it we're not going to get anything new from star wars till december Mm-hmm. You know, it's a book about book of Boba Fett. So yeah. May fourth, yeah. yeah, yeah, the live action. You know, May fourth is is been a significant holiday for Star Wars fans now for quite some years since they got started off in the celebration years back. Um, and with last year basically halting all that, this year 
you know, they were hoping to have, you know, more uh, crowd capacity at Hollywood Studios for Galaxy's Edges and having more fans there. But it's just, it is what it is. So I think that, and also too, I think the um, the Star Wars Hotel was supposed to start taking um, reservations around this time period for, because that's opening up as well in Disney World. It was supposed to be later this year, but I think it was gonna, it's going to be pushed to, 2022 now it looks like so um but yeah i think they're they're gonna definitely swing for the fences on this one to to get star wars fans excited we got bad batch but yeah not everybody's into animated so um, do you know if obi-wan has actually started filming yet or is it just kind of no yes it 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 has started filming and that i do know for a fact um that's pretty much you know on 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 schedule yeah yeah um when it when it comes to to that whole idea of Obi Wan Kenobi being the the you know ultimate for for Star Wars fans at this time, I kind of get it. You know, a lot of older fans like us, uh, especially Cam and I, um, who have a little bit more standoff from the from the cartoons and the, the prequels than, uh, some, but, um, we, we, every one of us agrees, you know, McGregor, best part of the PT. We would love to see him get good dialogue to Mm -hmm. to work with, to, to work with. Um, and then, you know, while you guys could tell me, I'll never see Hayden Christensen again in Star Wars. And I'd be just (laughs) as happy. There's a lot of people that, want to see it and so this this is like that quite a lot of his performance would be behind the mask as well i mean Mm. we've heard some rumblings that there's going to be and mike talked about it as well some sort of flashback stuff to have him out in the mask as well but you know we we don't know how much of that there is yet like what kind of ratio that that falls into so it's it's, yeah it's going to be interesting to kind of see because it's going to be when he's in the Vader suit purely physical um, you know mm-hmm. and, and delivering the lines to obviously other actors for them to perform off of because obviously they'll get James L. Jones to to do the voice but um, yeah it's, it is exciting because I, I never quite got you know it takes us back to the range of the Sith again but I, think I never quite got what I wanted from that movie you know yeah. and this is a chance for us to to kind of revisit it without mucking that up and still keeping it all canon and everything like that you know and 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 giving us a good story that was uh something to do with Vader hunting Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan having to kind of fight back a little bit or something like that it just sounds like it, it could be a cool concept and I think uh, the time they've took to get the script right as well, the fact that they've, you know, they've kind of went all in, they've brought Hayden back, you know, right. um, it just kind of feels like, um, yeah, it feels like it's something to get excited for potentially, yeah. you know. And this this will be one of those series that if it's not great, I'm going to be so disappointed, oh, you know, because yeah. I'm getting my hopes up for it. But you know, we'll just all you can do is judge each each one as it as it comes, you right? Know? No, you yeah. gotta and you gotta realize too is that this show is gonna connect all the generations of Star Wars together. So you're gonna have yep, the, the old generation of the original trilogy where Vader, Obi Wan, you know, kind of had that clash. It's gonna have the the fans of the prequel trilogy with Hayden and Ewan McGregor, fans of the Clone Wars, because you'll get those little flashbacks of you know where you'll see that kind of live action um, Ewan McGregor and Hayden in the in the Clone Wars costumes. Uh, right. You know, and, and so yeah, Bonnie didn't get. Thank mm-hmm. you, George. Right, and so you're going to see kind of this connection. I think this is why it's taken so long for the Obi Wan series to to start filming to you know kind of <clears> kick <throat> off because they wanted to get it right. You know, I think the original concept that was put in play was something just to to please the fans. You know, general Star Wars fans like, hey, let's you know the kind of similar to. The hunt for Obi Wan is what they've kind of dubbed it yeah. and stuff, kind of similar to what we had with like Mando. But I think you know whoever made the decision, you know, scrapped that. You know, whether it was a, team, a singular person or a team decision, you know, scrapped that mm-hmm. idea. And let's let's redo it and let's do it the right way. I think it's going to be something that you you know you could sit down with your 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 kids, 
or your, you know, the grandparents can sit down with their grandkids and be like, yeah, this was from my time period. And they'll be like, well, this was from my time period. And you're going to see that connectivity that we've been kind of, I don't know, arguing over for Star Wars, like the original trilogy is the best, the sequel trilogy is the best, the prequel trilogy. I think it's, it's not an argument. Best. It's not yeah. an argument, yeah. um, Mike. It's just that there's no argument. There's yeah. only one trilogy. There's only trilogy. one trilogy. <laughs> Exactly. Like there's so, only one, one, only one return, it, and, okay, and so it's up to Jedi. We're only here because of that original trilogy. That's why we're all here. That is true. And so while everyone has their trilogy, I think everyone will be able to share Kenobi together. You know? Yeah. So. It's like so. a, yeah, like a, a, you know, like an uh, an olive branch almost to to be like, almost like it could be potentially a fresh start so to speak um going forward uh because that's expected late 22 maybe 23 depending Uh, but i think think you're actually looking more at kind of mid 22 for everyone at the moment yeah yeah okay oh 22 why yeah we're in 21 yeah Yeah. that's that's my my fault. Um, Dude, Kyle, get rid of 2020, man. We're done with 2020. So, <laughs> so I would say like we're going to get... This is the, the the order in my head. Um, Obviously, we know Book of Boba Fett, December. That'll be yes. the only one that touches 21, right? Yes, yes. Then Andor next. Right? That's, yep. that's furthest ahead, next. Um, and then then Obi-Wan. One. Yeah. Then Mando Season 3. Yep. You, we might, so we might actually get Ahsoka before of season three. Yeah, and see but have like you that. heard about Ahsoka? I mean, we've heard rumours it was going to film this year, but Mando's supposed to be starting filming like this month. Right, right. And so, I, so story. story-wise, story I think we are going to get, and this is, this has a lot to do, like, and in, in the guys at Kessel Run Transmissions have, have kind of said this too, um, that Mando's season three is going to have a time jump. And I think you're going to see, because of what happened with, um, with Gina Carano and stuff like that, you're going to see a time jump. And so I you're going to, you, we may get Ahsoka before Mando season three, even though they're filming. It kind of, they're, it's going to be close. You're going to have Ahsoka <laughs> at one point, like, you're, you're probably have Mando. And then Ahsoka, in, you know, I think I just my hunch we're gonna get Ahsoka before Mando season three. So I could see it where we get Book of Boba Fett in December, um, we get um, Andor in the first quarter of yeah, you know, twenty twenty two. Obi Wan in the early part of the summer, midsummer. Yeah. Then the Ahsoka series. And then Mando season three. Um, it could I could be wrong, you know. But I mm-hmm. but what we've been getting Mando kind of later and later each year. You know, it started. I know season one started right when Disney Plus kicked off, but season two was more towards the the fourth quarter of 2020. So um, that depends where you live. Some of us had to wait. A long oh, that's time true. That's right. Mando. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, before we carry on to our next topic, let's go go ahead and hear from today's sponsor uh, over uh, at growgeneration.com. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. The Grow Generation commercial team is armed with industry-leading professional consultants. Grow Generation's team will help you fully manage any size or scale project. They offer turnkey facility designs, cultivation room design, and on-site project consultation. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. And thank you guys very much for sponsoring the uh, the episode today. And everyone, please go check them out if that's uh, you know up your your alley and uh, let them know who who sent you who sent you over there. Um, let's let's kind of stick with uh, um, uh, Mando for a second. Um, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, there was some, some, uh, hub, hubbub on the, the internet that this, this week after, a uh, a, a Mr. Johnson 
uh, Ryan, John, yeah, yeah. Ryan Johnson, Johnson. Uh, sa- Ryan said something. <laughs> yeah, M- Mr. Knives Out, which was I, I thought a very enjoyed enjoyable movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, the guy is not uh, the most loved person in Star Star Wars fandoms. Um, he mentioned he would like to direct an episode <laughs> of the Mandal Mandalorian, and. The internet, well, internet. See, like, at the moment, scheduling didn't yeah. look good though, because he was making knives out two, knives yep. out three for obviously his big Netflix deal that he's got. Um, right. But you know, it's just maybe one episode. Who knows? Um, I, you know, yeah. Like I said, the the internet started internetting, <laughs> which is always always fun to wa- watch. And I honestly cannot think. Think of a reason why he shouldn't direct yeah, an episode of The Mandalorian. I can't either, and I wasn't a fan of The Last Jedi. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, what do you... Because I, I think, you know, visually it was a good film. I think he was a good director. Mm-hmm. I think the, the key thing would be he's not writing the script. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and, that, and I don't really have an issue with Ryan Johnson as long as he's not writing the script because I just think there's <laughs> elements of Star Wars that you didn't get. Yeah. Uh, I get the feet. Discussed endlessly um, military stuff, all that. But, you mm-hmm. know, if, just as a director, I mean, he's directed some of the best episodes of Breaking Bad, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just comes to mind. Uh, there's another one that's escaping me at the moment, really big show, but anyway, it's, it's went out of my brain. I, I knew this the other day there. Um, so, and having watched those and being a fan of those, I am, and that's why I was excited for Ryan Johnson when he was announced for The Last Jedi. Um, so, Shame yeah, I, I know, um, as I thought, it would be fantastic. Um, but I think he cut out for a oh, second. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If you're still talking, fine. Cam, with Van Jones, oh, there you go. Yeah. In an episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh. Mike, what do you, do you see any reason why not? Would you be down with it? No. I mean, so we. I think we've all covered, you know, the Last Jedi enough to know that the, the there was many issues with it. Um. In and the direction and lack of or lack of direction, you know, um, of the story basically was the downfall of the sequel trilogy there. So, But Ryan Johnson himself directing an episode, I think it'd be great. I mean, we saw, um, was it uh, Robert Rodriguez, right, who did right. The, mm. the episode with Boba Fett, you know, f- finally came back yeah. and appeared. And how awesome that was. And remember, he only had uh, 13 pages of script to, to work. And his style of directing was stretched that 13 pages out to get some of the it was, it was one of the best episodes of Star Wars I've you know yeah, I've ever seen. People criticize that and they criticize his direction of that, but right. I remember kind of like almost reviewing it at the time, and we, Kyle and I both loved it. We thought oh it was so gosh, well yeah. done. That was old, like that was a like an old school like eighties nineties style movie with you know just pure action let just work get, for that episode yeah, exactly you know, like, right you didn't have to do it every episode you know, and it worked for that episode and, yeah yeah um it was it was um it, it it's a fine idea i i kind of like what they've done by getting um unique d- directors mm-hmm. with uh different visions but mm-hmm. you can definitely t- tell the amount of story and even script control that Favreau and Filoni have. Of course, of course. And um, that doesn't mean that directors never get to, you know, hey, yeah, can we try I, this? Can, can we try, can that? We try yeah. this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but um, sure. with Johnson still <sighs> allegedly, as far as we know on official word, getting yeah. his trilogy, why not let him... Because people can say they they're not gonna watch it all they want they'll watch that episode of Mando. They will. Yeah, they're not. They're not gonna. You know, no one's gonna say I'm gonna skip episode so, five and print exactly. Yeah. Right. So let them. Let them. Plus, 
I'd give him the best one to do as well because I think he would actually, as I say, we all say he's a good director. I think he would possibly knock it out of the park and it could you yeah. know, redeem him in, in some fans' eyes a lot. Exactly. I mean, I think it's just a smart move to me, you know. Give him, exactly. give him a surefire episode, you know. Give him a, a beauty, <laughs> which, uh, you know, right here. You can have this one. Um, Dave, Dave wanted to direct this one himself, but I said no. <laughs> give him this one. <laughs> I, you know I, what I mean? Get, because would, if we are going to go ahead with, with his trilogy, you know, I would like us to build up a bit more positivity towards it before we get there. Because I think <clears throat> there will be people that will just dismiss that th- those movies out of hand. And I think when he's got a blank slate, I'm interested to see what he does with it. You know, if he if he doesn't pull it off this time, then I'm done with him. But, um, you know, I'm prepared to, to see what he can do when he's got a bit more creative control. As long as he gets someone to help him with the military stuff. <laughs> that won't I'm available for hire. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so I I, I think that's a, a fair thing right now. We, we know for certain if we asked Nick or, or Jammer, you know, big Last Jedi fans, they would agree uh, <laughs> yeah. to bring... Right, Ryan Johnson Definitely. on. So that's an interesting thing right there. Uh audience, ladies, gentlemen, Cam, Mike. Uh the fact that, you know, you have a various levels of enthusiasm for different a- aspects of of The Last Jedi here between the three of us and all of us are like give them an episode, do it. Right, you might as well. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, maybe, it's a, maybe it's kind of like a test to see. All right, we you got this trilogy, but let's mm-hmm. see. Let's let's go back and let's see what you can just do with one episode of Mando. And if it goes well, we go with the trilogy. If and maybe if some if it goes horribly wrong, then you say, all right, trilogy's over. I yeah, because if people really works. don't you know, watch it, he's not going to come in and go. Right, I'm changing everything. We're getting <laughs> you old. Never know, bomber. Cam. We're getting you old never. bombers in. I'm going to subvert everyone's expectations. Uh, I'm going to say that Yoda really wasn't a Jedi at all, or we're going to oh, cut to Yoda oh, quickly awesome. uh, and Grogu's smoking fags, um, <laughs> throwing cigarettes for our Ameri- my American. Oh person. shit! And I gotta bleep that. Thirty-one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what we call. You know, that, know. That's, that's not me being um, using a homophobic slur, people. That's what we call cigarettes in the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll call it a tab instead. That's another one. That's a, more of a Newcastle kind of thing. Smacking a tab. And he's just at the bar and he's, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm not interested in this Jedi life anymore. Man. You know. Oh, you mean really grumpy like, and stuff like that. Like Grogu's just, you will wash up and he's an alcoholic um, smoking tabs at a bar. Yeah, yeah. make, make uh, Gr- Grogu Cade Skywalker from the Legacy comics. Mike, did oh you read those? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell anyway, you anyway. Yeah. no, it's not. It's not going to happen. He's not going to do something like that. Move no. on, move on. Yeah. We're, we're um, we're what do you think about this Wookiee? Thing? I didn't care for the like. I was like, oh god, Wookiees in Mando. What's the big deal? Is it a mm-hmm. Clone Wars thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I, it's just so it's we got to go somewhere new. In, yeah, it's a yeah. species in Star Wars that's pretty common so i don't yeah. have an issue is you know no, the, no issue. this came from a you know rumor where it was like like there's going to be wikis in mando season three but i don't know if it's one wiki like a specific wiki or we just meet a group of wikis i just don't know i just know there's wikis in it right. you know so people are then thinking right it's going to be black cranston um, from um, the Doctor Dark, Dark, Dark. comics and stuff like that, and you know, okay, maybe it is, I don't know, but there's there's no reason at this point to to connect that together. It's like you know, yeah, it seems legit um, that someone, yeah, we're going to get wikis of some kind in Mando season three, but in what capacity? I mean, you know, your guess is as good as anyone's at this point, even the guy who leaked it. Yeah. Um I, it's funny you mentioned uh Afra. Uh, I I read the first uh volume. The first was it 25 26 issues of of yeah. Vader um in 2015. Uh 
what was that guy? Kieran Kirion Kirion Gillen the mm-hmm. is the writer. Uh I liked I liked it a lot. I liked the introduction of Afra, the two two droids. I loved everything that that he did. And then when they reset it for, you know, the second run, it just was too much of the same same stuff but not the same flair. So I dropped the book. And I heard the third volume which I think is supposedly set, correct me if I'm wrong, between Empire and Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that's better than the second one, so I might go back and visit it. Uh, there's b- been rumors and rumors about a- Afra from years ago. What do you think about any of that comic stuff ever touching live, a- live action, Mike? Well, I mean, Go for it, Cam. You go. Sure, you know, Cam. Jump. Yeah. Go. Well, I, I mean, I just think it's possible. Um, how you know that doesn't necessarily mean yeah they're going to live cast Doctor Afra and we're going to get the Doctor Doctor Afra series or anything. Right. I, I'm not saying that, but you know, let's just say the wiki from Doctor Afra did show up in Mando. That's the kind of connections that the fans appreciate who do read the comics. And for the other people who don't read the comics, like me, and I have to read up on this stuff, then, um, you know, it doesn't matter. It was just a cool wiki. You can look it up online afterwards, you know what I mean? So I, I could definitely see them doing some stuff like that. But whether they go any further than that, I I don't know. It depends how popular these characters are. Mike, what do you think? So, the Doctor Afro like series, like, or the appearance in comics and, and stuff, is is really kind of like they have. There's a good following. There's a good fan base for Doctor Afro in that kind yeah. of storyline there. And so, part of me says, if I'm if I'm in charge of Lucasfilm and stuff, you're missing out if you don't take advantage of this. While you know, the, what is it, the Iron Todd or stuff? Uh, um, and yep. strike fast, and, and you can continue to you know to expand on this and include this character. You know, you're looking at then toys, and then all these other things mm-hmm. um, that you can you know t-shirts, memorabilia. That boom, you know. Hey, look, a year ago, or you know, a year and a half ago, did we think you'd ever see a live cast Ahsoka? No. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, the that's whole just, idea of bringing you know, you know the the animated series to real life, you know, and. So well, Hayden Christensen would be back in Star Wars again, you know. So anything can change. Yeah, so I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It, anything can change. I think um, for Doctor Afra, I think it's a smart move. I think you have to include her in some aspect. Of Mando, Kenobi, because uh, you could introduce. I don't know, like that would just be an open world that you could go explore in another Disney plus series. I mean, there, that, there's one thing there, there's some characters, not many that could appear in Kenobi and have an impact many years later. in yeah. the likes of Mandalorian season three, because we're dealing with a, you know, an alien civilization. A lot of the alien characters don't mm-hmm. age the way we do. Do you know what I mean? Right. So they're not necessarily going to be old. A lot of them would just look the same 30, 40 years later. So um, maybe not even that much, is it? We only what sort of, if we consider where Obi-Wan is and where Return of the Jedi is, we're looking at, like, what, 15 years? No, yep. plus the five years mm-hmm. commando. So 20 years from between when Obi Wan set and when Mando season two is kind of set, that's that's your timeline. So that's not a lot of time. So you know there there could be some cool little things that connect some of these other shows together that we're not expecting because correct. Un- it's, uh, although you've got a Mando verse right, so there there's a you know they're all telling the one story those kind of future mm-hmm. shows if you like. But ultimately, it's all the story of Star Wars. It all fits together, so you can have little bits of connections in there at any point in the timeline that would pay off in another show, you know? Right. Very, very, very true. True. So um, I also thought with the idea of flashbacks and even the idea of it taking place between uh, the three and four that, you know, some of those vader comics characters might come into play but the only only downside is 
they they say that they considered the comics, you know, canon, but obviously there's there's been a lot of comic stuff that's been completely just ignored. Uh, yeah, thankfully, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the comic world as we yeah, talked about before. Right. You know, you accept that in comics things aren't going to be canon because you've got different people coming in all the time and changing what they do, but. The Afra side of things does seem to be more in line with everything else, doesn't it? You know, as far as that. Well, I'm not. I've never read those comics, but you know, that's what I hear on uh, fan bases that people really rate it and think it should be. At least back when you know, in 2015. In. Yeah, I, that's all I can talk talk about. <laughs> I read I read all 70. You know, all three three years of of Star Wars. Marvel Star Wars, uh, and was just by the end of it, I was hating every issue, and it wasn't necessarily the writer's fault. It was just the story was like they they Star Wars to me doesn't fit long form comic book like that. I liked how how they did it with the with the EU. Uh-huh. It was like Rogue Squadron books, Dark Empire books. You, you, yeah, you, you know had what to I'm connect s- them together yourself. Yeah. What was going on in the timelines and stuff? Exactly. So, um, <laughs> that's that's kind of my take on that. And then, um, I guess you know, let's touch on one last thing about the the past come coming back and and this whole thing I've I've been t- talking about uh uh with um Lucasfilm going oh fuck maybe we shouldn't have ignored the the uh, EU the way we did uh a Fairly reliable uh, gaming insider. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, would, I, I think that's doing him an injustice, actually. This yeah, guy's literally the most yeah, reliable like, insider in the games industry. Exactly. Um, and uh, he was asked about the um, uh, Knights of the uh, Old Republic uh, remake or, you know, game that that's that's happening yeah. it keeps yeah. getting called remake uh but um and he said that it's still happening and it's this is yeah. like the first word in in months and cam i don't have his name brought up so you could say it if you know it oh, off the top. jason shreer there you go mm-hmm. um, they used to work for kotaku uh, at yep, one point yep. they were they were basically blacklisted by a lot of the development companies yep. because whatever they decided to do he knew about it you know before they did almost and it was it was it was on there so i think he's working more independently now but yeah that's one of the most connected guys um so you know he didn't seem like he kind of wanted to answer the question but he said yeah you know and the way all those rumors like um you know remember Kutz, uh put that piece together put, like, with all the evidence that you know everything that was mo- was potentially moving towards that i mean that was compelling enough in itself but then to have him come out and say yeah it's happening it's happening yeah they're, they're they're either remaking or they're making a new knights of the old republic um game and that kind of is interesting but it also links into something that corey from krt said when he was on uh Hollinet Marauders podcast, which was that we should expect to maybe see Raven come into the kind of canon and stuff like that. Um, and he had kind of mentioned that it is possible we could see Raven show up as like a hologram or something like that and within the Acolyte, because obviously he'd been many, many years dead by the time of the Acolyte, even though it'll be the furthest back we've went on screen so far right. um it's still nowhere near the kind of raven timeline um but if they're kind of starting to put in little touches and stuff like that let's say this new knights of the old republic game it comes back it's popular amongst the fan base you know could could that potentially build towards them actually going into the old republic which i think is what a lot of fans always wanted them to do uh, when disney bought it was like go and do the old republic stuff and they've kind of shied away from it so far do you think we could that could be an avenue that we start to go down in star wars future I hope so. Oh, I've been the person screaming at the top of my lungs. Why are we still hanging out in the same era? Uh, you know, c- constantly. Yeah, sure. You want to call the Empire versus the the uh, uh, fall of the Republic a different era? Whatever. 
but you know, you know what I'm I'm saying? Like we're spending right. all this time in a in a you know sixty year year block basically, and um, it's like let, let's go a thousand years in the past. We all had hopes High Republic would be a little bit further away because the the idea is to 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 be able to to have something familiar like Rodian Rodians uh, uh, Mon Cal uh, uh, um, uh, Wookies, but have things that we've never seen before as well and the it's hard to do that when you know that certain people yoda are alive or luke is alive and it's like let's go a thousand two thousand years in the past or in the future and let's fucking do something different so i think um, we're gonna get that yeah i think this is a a test cam i think you're right uh uh, mike you sound like you agree yeah I mean, so the, the, I think the biggest excitement, of course, is the, you know, being able to, it's kind of like your Final Fantasy VII remake, you know, if there's mm-hmm. a KOTOR remake, you're going to see a lot of the old fans jumping for joy for that. If it's a, if it's a new storyline, even better, you know, um, I think it's, it's like, but to get, to, to go in that direction, the old, the, the, the the, the foundation of the Jedi. I think that's, and, and I'm talking about even way before the High Republic. You know, like let's yeah. get into the origin yeah, story right of all this. Back I think to that's, the Old Republic, which yeah, is like yeah. the start of the Republic a thousand years ago and stuff like yeah. that. When there was the Sith versus Jedi wars going on, there was tons of Sith and tons of Jedi, and you know they were all fighting each other, and the Sith were fighting each other as well, and you know. That, there's a lot of drama in that, you know, especially when you've got a lot of bad guys that don't go on with each other. That makes for for good drama usually. You know, it's, it's, it seems like a yeah. a right a right garden to pick from in the Star Wars universe. <clears throat> especially as, as if if the games get popular and then we do see some hints showing up, people are liking what they see of the acolyte. You know, it could it could encourage them to go back even further and look at the kind of origins of the Sith and the yep. Jedi a little bit. Do we know, because I, I know, and, and that this was all rumor, not, nothing official, it was all us, you know, theorizing, but uh, a lot of us theorized that uh, the Game of Thrones guys were going to be doing an old uh, Republic thing, and then um, when that fell apart, and a little bit later we got announcements of the, the, the High Republic, a lot of us theorized that some of what was going to be in their trilogy of movies uh those storyboards those things may have come into the the high rep- not all but you know some of it may have been repurposed um uh do you do you think that is is true true mike do you think some of what D were going to use ended up in the high republic it's a good possibility because i mean um it's it would be in the wheelhouse of you know kind of the style of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely, I mean, it would be. Could you imagine like dra- like the like, well, we got the crate dragon and Tatooine, but like it was like a flying dragon or something. At, at had a Star Wars the Sith planet, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, and you know, and some some really cool <laughs> armor set, some like classic you know knights armor set with with lightsabers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I, I just don't know that they actually spent that much time and I, I I think they only really had pitch level. Um yeah, I, yeah. you know it went yeah. really any further than like starting designing and properly writing scripts um, or anything I... like that. Um so I don't know how much of that would have then sort of seeged over into the higher republic. Well I don't know. Maybe the reason why I bring it up like that is not mm. necessarily that they pitched to do the old republic, but that they were brought on to do an old Republic project right. and they have their own pitch on it, of course. But I'm saying like, I think Disney had already spun up some pre-production, some idea stuff, you know, Hey, this is the story that we want to go with. And, um, cause I, I swear on my life and, and if I ever get them alone in a room, I'll do just, I just have to know. I think, uh, a lot of Inhumans stuff f- from the Marvel Studios side, not the TV side, 
was shelved and is now been repurposed for eternals it's a good possibility (laughs) so um smart business too um yeah well i think that will wrap it up for for us guys uh it seems like lucasfilm is in uh a generous mood going into to may so we'll we'll see what shakes loose on on may may the 4th and uh yeah um Everyone, be sure to check out the website, lrmonline.com, every day for all your entertainment news, needs, and opinions. Check out our um, interviews and and podcasts on the YouTube channel. Hit that uh, uh, red subscribe button. Hit the uh, bell so you can be notified whenever new new content goes up. And, of course, subscribe wherever you get uh, podcasts from for the audio versions of these. Um, And, yeah, check out some of the – great shows like LR Mornings and and Breaking Geek Radio and uh Animeversal Reviews, Marvel Multiverse Mo- Mondays, lots of cool stuff. Um uh, Mike, where can the good folks find you at? Um you can find me at or our just basic Twitter account at LRM uh underscore exclusive. Uh we're starting to line up some other social media accounts for our John Reverse podcast so we can we're going to be rolling out here shortly. It's been a, mm-hmm. we've been advertising it for a while now, but I think we got everything kind of lined up now. Um, and then, um, you know, just it's always in the comment sections at LRM Online, and you can get in contact with me there. There you go, Cam. Where can people find you at? Yeah, at LRM underscore Cam. Uh, check me out on Twitter. I've been actually using Twitter more recently, trying to kind of go on and read what other people are saying and, and kind of comment on other people's posts um so that's that's kind of new for me so uh, yeah check me out on there follow me and um i'll retweet anything interesting that i, that I find while i'm browsing there you go and you guys can find me at that kyle malone on twitter uh at, at that at that one kyle malone on instagram thank you guys so much for listening this week we'll talk to you next week and may the force be with you Slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.